0: Happy Tuesday. Why,
1: hello, everyone. It is certainly the 10th of July. <laughs> My goodness, that means that we are weeks, three weeks from August Rush.
0: Wowzer. Well,
1: yeah, I know. It's true. <laughs> so the registrations are reaching a fevered pitch, and, um, and it's all good, because even though we have uh, long registered past the, the tent... We have a barn that uh, is facing, uh, receiving its certificate of occupancy uh, either the end of this week or early next week, so we are days away now from the big celebration, the big wahoo.
0: Yeah, very excited, and uh, also there's just other things happening um, on the land that are I'm just going to let be surprises, but... I got, when I was um, walking uh, the land this morning and um, got to see something that's happening that just, uh, it's one of my favorite things in the world, so to see it there, it was like, oh, perfect. So anyway, you'll find out if you come to August Rush.
1: It's true. We can't wait for that.
0: (laughs) Thank you to everyone who sent us questions for the past two podcasts and thank you for the response to the questions and answers. Um, we really enjoyed doing that and just your responses and how helpful the answers were and how much they meant to you was such an encouragement to us. And, um, we just really felt prompted to do that. So it's nice to know it was fruitful and, uh, so we uh we were asked if we'd do another one this week and we don't have we don't have questions. That's right. So we, we ran we, out. We ran out of questions, but um know that we will we'll do that again sometime. And uh like I said we really enjoyed it and and your responses meant so much to us. So it was definitely something that we look forward to doing again and pretty soon I would think within the next weeks. Um, the new video cast will be up, so there'll be some new content there. Yes. And uh, we're excited about that. So lots, lots happening.
1: Lots happening.
0: So we thought just in honor of the Q&A, mm-hmm. um, and because we didn't have any more questions from all of you, we would ask each other a question and answer that and then move into what he's put on our heart for today. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we're just going to ask each other the same question.
1: I love this idea. Because we just
0: thought of one. So, yes. <laughs> so my question for you, Pa, uh-huh. is yes. how has this journey looked different than you thought? And how are you glad that it looks different?
1: You know, I think that when we imagine things, um, there's a haze to it because... My imaginations include my choices, but what God does when we yield to him is he makes way for something that's alive, something that's living, something that's growing. And so it's affected by the choices of many people and not just mine. So there's this richness that comes that I never could have imagined. And this is one of the ways that uh, God's plans are what I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor mind conceived. Not only because I can only see through, if you will, the tunnel of, of my choices. and But God is able to grow from the choices of many people. But also, His designs, His surprises, His creativity is what is the glue that holds that all together. Our journey has been so full of all of these things. It's like you can just tell, you know, it's the DNA of the people that have said yes, the DNA of the people that are participating, that, that are family, that that are in community with us and around the world. And and so it is so different. I mean, who would have thought that that blue flame would would exist, first of all. Right. And uh, <laughs> forgot, you start there. And then <coughs> who would have thought, I mean certainly at the beginning who would have thought that Papa would still be talking, eleven years later, with no sign of stopping, and and that he keeps giving us what we need in order to do what's next, and um, and so he even the the revelations that we're getting, it's all this building block of what's next, what's to come, what he's going to send us to do, the rescue that we're going to participate in, or or how we're going to grow into something new, and never would have seen us owning more than one piece of land. Mm-hmm. And before Papa said it, I'm not sure I really realized that we would own one, but you know, <laughs> then Papa did say we would. And a few years later, you know, we got out of So um, to say I'm glad is sort of a uh, understatement. I'm, I'm blown mm-hmm. away. I'm, I, 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 I really get it now. And it, and it increases my expectancy to be able to say, Oh, there's so much more to come mm-hmm. that, 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 there are more choices. There's more people, more DNA, and more of God's cre- creativity that will that will gel all the things that that are in the path in front of us. And so uh, it it just encourages us to take our steps forward and gleefully and and with the expectancy of knowing, my goodness, He's done such great things. It's not like that's going away. Mm-hmm. So how's the journey been different for you from what you first saw? And how does it make you glad?
0: Well, I uh, i mean, it definitely, I think the biggest difference is it was way bigger. And not in size, but in, um, I guess, impact. You know, I, I still feel like we're this very, you know, hidden little group of people, which is great. Um, and then we know, you know, he's talked about kind of an unveiling and it's like, oh, (laughs) you know, kind of thing. But I think, um, you know, I was so content just praying um, because that's just so a part of who I am that um, I think some of the difference is what there was to pray about. (laughs) And and maybe some of the fertilizer that's been used for growth (laughs) was uh, different than I thought. I didn't you know, I've shared this often, uh, probably in immersions and things like that, but cause the questions come up, but I, mm-hmm. I probably didn't expect to be, um, you know, we never expected to be agreed with on everything or that kind of thing. And we've always hoped for questions. That's why we love the Q and A so much. We love questions. That's something that is a fertilizer for us. We grow every time we get a question and we take them very seriously when we get them. Um, But then I guess there's the the nutrient of opposition (laughs) is the nice way to say it. (laughs) And uh, so I didn't expect, you know, I expected to not be agreed with and not, you know, maybe people not take part and that's all awesome because that's how precious choice is. I didn't expect um, to be hated, I guess, honestly. And so um, that has looked different, but I completely understand the growth from it you know the growth that comes from being misunderstood and maligned and you know some of those things and each time you're looking for the kernel of truth in it you know where where could this have sprouted from and looking for that and you know explored ourselves so much in it and uh at the same time, you know, I've seen such a beauty in it because there is growth. There has been fruitfulness that's come from it. It hasn't been fun always, but but the growth that has come has been amazing. And just um, those things we got to pray about that looked different to me that I didn't know we'd be praying about have so drawn us to Him. And, uh, you know, all these years later, I definitely... No, in so many ways he is just with us he is with us and um we you know we read the scripture about waiting with him or you know in some translations it says on but it's really wait upon the lord which is the fullest form of with you can have like you're so joined together there is no without and that's i think that's one of the most glorious things i've seen is there is no without Like, we have had no lack of Him, and that is, um, you know, I wasn't expecting that, and so grateful for how large He is and has become in our lives. And and I think through the parts that have looked different, too, we've gotten to see the faithfulness of man. You know, um, we definitely have seen the faithfulness of Papa, but we've seen the faithfulness of of people around us, you know, to Him, to Him, to who He is, to what He said. And that, that's just it. I mean, that sustains me for ever, yeah. you know, to eternity. So, yeah.
1: That's a good answer, baby. Yours too. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things we're so blessed with right now is this, um, is just immersion. Mm. And immersion... Obviously, it's become a real joy for us. And even though this would this would have been our ninth immersion, it's our eighth because we took kind of a shmita immersion last year, where our seventh immersion we uh, we didn't do a full immersion; uh, we did a, uh, dunks instead.
0: Which did not make it less intensive. No, it was it was probably more, <laughs> more. intensive
1: for us. <laughs> but it was it was a rest from the immersion concept. So there you go. But at any rate. Um, we we have always have amazing amazing immersions and uh, with two a year uh, there's lots of opportunities to spend time with these these incredible immersionots who are the people there and uh, I had the joy of of spending time with the immersionots yesterday uh, for week two and uh, it was just a really good time and there were a few things that Papa really said as we were just sharing. That, uh, that really impacted me um, as we are walking this journey that we'll get to uh, go much deeper in uh, during August Rush, and that is the, the freedom from the institution of God, freedom from the religion, and, uh, and the joy of the relationship. And, uh, and Papa just really highlighted to me the importance of growing in hearing his voice. And that in order to leave that religion, in order to receive that relationship uh, with with God individually, as as a personal intimacy, that that our ability to hear God and to hear God whenever God speaks to us, which means that if if Papa has a different way of speaking to us, he wants us to learn that, he wants us to grow in that and, and, and of course, that's, that's a, a real encouragement for, for most of us. But there are so many people out there that still do not feel like they hear God's voice. And so we know we've been given wonderful keys um, related to healing from childhood traumas, uh, when when we're not bonded with by our parents and and children can withdraw into themselves and build walls around themselves, and the wall is a false protection that also uh, cuts people off from hearing God's voice. And so that's one big key he's given us is is praying through that. Dismantling that wall and and now they can people can hear god's voice, then there's also the mentoring of it, and just having people there to walk them through how to hear god's voice, but even the mentors are learning deeper and deeper ways to hear god and and that that if we know God and we do know our our God, we know Papa, and he has such a deepness to him and such width to him that is beyond our understanding. And so we know that no matter how confident we are in hearing his voice, that he wants to uh, deepen that and widen that. And that the 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 greater we're able to hear his voice, the greater we're able to respond and take our risks and look for fruit that changes the world. And so I, I'm just encouraged in this. And, and so just feel to share to everyone else to, to begin asking God for daily bread, of hearing His voice deeper, hearing His mm-hmm. voice wider. There's a maturity to that 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 is really cool because, um, you know, the especially in the betrothal covenant, which is not a stagnant co- covenant, uh, it is an ever growing covenant, and and because of that, we're able to go all the way in God. Well, there's no destination because God is never beginning and never ending. So just seeing that there's, there is no boundary to how deep we can mature into uh, relationship with God, into hearing God's voice and having something to respond to. And so that's my prayer right now. And I'm just encouraging everybody mm-hmm. else to do the same.
0: That's so good. Yep. I think that response just so ties to something He's drawn my heart, too, of late. A huge portion of it I'll get to share at August Rush, but just over the past um, few weeks, you know, we don't watch the news, um, but the news finds us when He's, you know, the Lord has something He wants us to see. And so uh, one of the things we did become aware of was the the soccer team, that was trapped in a cave in Thailand and uh, it just really um, spoke so much and I think part of it was I saw this magnification. There's been so much in in the story of the world right now about um, kids and parents and being separated and that kind of thing and no matter where you stand on the wholeness of that, I think there's a part of it that has to pierce you just thinking of families being separated and so now here on this huge scale are these um I think it was 11 boys or maybe it was 12 boys in the coach and they're trapped and these parents for nine days had no idea where their kids were um how they were if they were alive that kind of thing they had a general idea of where they'd gone and uh And, you know, on the outset, it's, like, going to be three to four months before they could be rescued, possibly. And uh, there was a, you know, there are these um, medics that went in, and they chose to stay with these kids. I just saw them, like, Joshua and Caleb, you know, going in. And they, they had the good report. They're like, we can save them, you know. And they... They weren't staying there in case they couldn't be saved. They said, we're staying until they're saved. And that was the good news report, you know. That was the testimony, and they stayed with them. And, of course, there was a diver who ended up giving his life um, as part of the rescue who's taking the oxygen tanks in. And because of his laying his life down, they changed how they were going to do the rescue and ultimately ended up being able to rescue them So much sooner. So this morning, the news was that they are all out, all the boys, the coach, and everybody that was part of the rescue is out, and they're, you know, going through the journey of what they have now, and um, just incredible. Like we were praying so much, and right alongside it, oh, this was on Saturday, and we were just, you know, just really felt so called to to pray for these kids and their families and we got um a call about another rescue in our area and this rescue was different but no less dramatic in in some ways and it was related to some animals that had been found that were in peril absolute peril and so kind of looking at how how you could rescue when you couldn't really get to um to someone or to these animals and so sunday morning um we got the first report that the first four boys were out of the cave and then that day the animals were rescued as well and it just it was just so powerful because i know he's so much about the rescue and uh and so much of our rescue is in our response you know and I was just even thinking about the coach um, this morning and just, you know, now that he's out, what does he have to face? Because, you know, I'm sure there was, you know, opinion and accusation and, and probably some real things of, you know, why were they in the cave? Um, but it, from what I've seen, he's very beloved in this community and uh, he was an orphan and was a monk for a while and then he came out of that to work with kids and like he his heart actually is about these kids being safe like he takes all the younger kids home makes sure they're safe and the kids just love him the families love them the community loves him but even so he's gonna have to face some some questions and things like that and thinking he has yet to receive a rescue. Like, he has a whole other kind of rescue he needs in that situation. And that can be true for all of us. There's just different times and different um, reasons and ways that we need rescue and really coming to embrace the beauty of it and that our response allows it. And so I was just looking at the word rescue in Hebrew and um, you know, just generally we know rescue would be an intervention really that saves a person's life. It's like that's the fullness of a rescue. It's an intervention in, in a situation, in a circumstance that without it, a person could actually lose their life. So in Hebrew, the word is halatz, and it's c h a. L-A-T-S. So I'm assuming there's a good rule in there that there's, I can't do. There. And and just on the surface, that means to deliver or to fortify. But if you go deeper into that word, it means to draw away, to withdraw to someone, to be equipped, um, to be braced, and to be set free. And I was just really seeing that in, in my own life and times when I've been rescued and Sometimes it's been life or death, but sometimes it's about how I'm living, you know, how something is going to cause me to live differently. And so I, I see that in the fullness of rescue, He draws us away from the danger. He draws us away from what could harm us. He doesn't take our choice away. He just draws us towards something else and away from what could harm us. And then He equips us with life. Like as we're drawn to Him, we're equipped with the ability to live different, to to not only be spared from whatever was happening, but to choose to live a different life, to actually be resurrected. Um, because if what we were being drawn to that we needed rescue from brings death in some way, whether it's actual death or it's death of um, our reputation or death of a dream or death of um you know a part of us because we're going to be wo- so wounded that then there's going to be a splinter like you were talking about and that's going to need to be healed and re- you know resurrected and returned um so he he equips us with life not for life with life and i think that's so important cuz we're always looking at being equipped for something instead of what we're equipped with and a huge part of rescue is what we're equipped with, and we're equipped with life. And I thought of it like with the boys. You know, they'd never been divers. They'd never done anything like that. And the biggest thing they needed um, was oxygen. They needed to be able to breathe. They needed to be able to continue life through that journey, you know. And so then we're equipped with life. And then he actually supports us. He actually braces us so that we can see what's happening. We can see what's really going on. Um, can, he contains the danger like that's one of the things we see. This danger is contained. You can choose to go back to it, but it's contained because you're with me. Which is just phenomenal. And then and then He frees us. He frees us when we respond. We're able to respond. And um, you know, so it's that word, halats means to protect someone's life in battle and so it's so much about a protection of how we're going to live like protecting the life he has for us he's always protecting the life he has for us always he never takes that away he just continuously draws us back to it and so you know what's so important on that response is we can cry out for a rescue you know we um, probably don't struggle as much with the cry <laughs> or the call, but then we can see ourselves more than the Rescuer. And if our eyes are on us when we have that need, we don't see His approach. We don't see that He's coming, and His coming means He's he's all about the rescue. He's putting everything in place for it. You know, he's He's preparing the way for it. And so we can see ourselves more than Him as our rescue. And He's there comforting us as He's getting everything in order for the rescue. But if we focus on our situation, on ourself, instead of that He's coming, we fight against the rescue. And of course, you know, everyone knows that if you're drowning, the lifeguard or whoever's saving a person that's drowning has to wait until they just stop fighting to be able to actually save them. And once the fight stops, they can do that. And so we have that choice if we'll have our eyes on His plan. Even if we can't see the fullness of it, we know He's coming and He only comes with something good, you know, or the problem that's in our hand, you know, what we're holding on to that keeps us from taking His hand when He's rescuing. And so I just think He's about that right now. He wants to rescue us in every situation. Every circumstance where we find ourselves right now that is away from him. Like that is such his passionate heart right now is reconciling his family. You know, reconciling a father to his kids, reconciling the spirit to the kids, you know, and and really applying the salvation of his son, applying why Jesus came why our brother you know did what he did and so really um you know just along with that on the response just really looking at the places where we just aren't allowing a rescue you know we're just fighting and we've asked him to come but we're, we think he's not coming because we're looking at the situation instead of to the one where our help comes from and really allowing ourselves to be rescued and reconciled. And I think it would be a huge, huge uh, testimony to the world and actually impact a lot of people that need a rescue um, in just the most tangible, physical ways right now. Amen. Amen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Glory.
0: All right. Well, we are so excited about everything. Yes, we are. And and we we are going to go... Go on to, through the day, and we've got to gather, and we're still just so enjoying our time uh, feasting and fellowshipping together and entering into worship. And, um, you know, when the podcast comes up, worship from to gather gets posted too. And you just, you know, you must just listen to that, just hear it. Um, I've been listening to last week's just since it's been up, and, um, I can even just, I'm driving and I don't have anything on and I'm hearing words and phrases and things from it. So it's just been a real um, amazing thing.
1: Yes, it has. Yes, it has.
0: Yeah. So, all right.
1: Until next week, everyone. Yes. We love you lots.
0: Bye.